Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having a blessed week and an awesome day today so far. If you need anything, be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. The product of the week, you voted, it won. The EyeSight Formula, our advanced ocular formula, extremely amazing product. It's been product of the week many a times as it's so popular. So be sure to check it out. That will be up on the website shortly. And I have the Ultimate Multiple Powder brand new batch that is made in-house, ready to go on sale right now for over 15% off. Want to give everybody the opportunity to try that product out or stock up on it. If they needed to grab any extra right now, I had a conversation with a good friend of mine last night that's in a lot of the transportation industry, and he said that there's a lot of things that are starting to occur, All just not just with diesel fuel and all types of other things, but this continual layoff with a lot of companies, including FedEx, including Amazon, including UPS, and he said it's very indicative that they're expecting to start reducing the ability to transport stuff in a timely fashion. And I thought to myself, you know, we're seeing this now with a lot of the planes, a lot of the issues we've seen now with flights all across the country, the issues we've seen with pilots. And it's almost as if it was intentional to reduce the ability to be able to get goods and services in a timely fashion as we're watching this happen. And one crazy thing that is now occurring that I saw yesterday, and this was on uh, Zero Hedge with this just bizarre, horrific incident that's going on in Ohio during a press conference now there's a video that's been released from Salem Ohio which is about 20 miles east of Palestine in Ohio which shows sparks and flames emitting from beneath the train this is on zero hedge the apparent structural issue with the train was captured on security camera when traveling through Salem according to Michael Graham two videos they have obtained were indicative of mechanical issues contributed to the rail car axles which literally which likely led to the derailment. Now, whether or not, again, this was something that was intentional, it's interesting to me, though. I know these trains do take a long time to stop, but it's very strange that you have a train that's showing sparks and flames in this video now they have released. This is on NKDA uh, Channel 2, and they are saying that this thing was sparking and all this stuff was going on, and apparently they started slowing down, but suddenly it you know, completely derails in Palestine, Ohio, 20 miles down the line. Now, again, I don't know how heavy they were. I know they were carrying a lot of cargo with all these chemicals, but it's interesting to me, almost like they wanted to make sure they had it done in a specific place. Eerily enough, and this is something that's kind of really creepy. I didn't even know this till yesterday, and I saw an article that popped up on it. There was a film that Netflix uh, released and it was called White Noise. Weirdly enough, the entire film is based around a rail car, railroad derailment in Ohio. And crazily enough, Ben Ratner was an extra in that film, and he was an individual that had to evacuate from the city because the Ohio train wrecked there. Uh, this is a very, very creepy event video, movie, turn of events. This was released two months ago, and suddenly the exact same scenario depicting families having to evacuate a city because a chemical train derails in their same city that this movie is essentially almost shot in. 
guys, I don't find that coincidence whatsoever. And something that I found to be even creepier now is we're more finding out more and more contaminations are starting to occur. It has now been confirmed that the Ohio River has is testing positive for all these different chemicals. And this is just going to keep getting worse. The issue with most people know the Ohio River which flows in a southwestern direction from West Pennsylvania to its mouth of the Mississippi River, it goes down. And so, I mean, this is going to have enormous effects depending on how much contamination has occurred, how much is in the air that's settling, how much is being carried by wind, how much is going to be in the water supply, how much is going to be in the drinking supply. And one thing that I found this to be very interesting, and this is a not surprising to you all, but you guys are going to find this interesting – Norfolk, the Norfolk Southern, which is the railroad company that had this derailment, they, I'm sure you guys can already figure this out, their top institutional holders are Vanguard, BlackRock, J.P. Morgan, and State Street. And the reports I'm seeing, some of this is on Zero Hedge, some of the other places that I've read on this now, is that Norfolk Southern was the one that gave the green light to detonate the vinyl chloride. They also said that they wanted this thing cleaned up quietly and as quickly as possible. And there's one report that I read that stated that they were digging a massive trench to drain a bunch of the chemicals in in order to cover them to allegedly prevent detonation of these other chemicals. Now, I don't believe that for one second as far as that they were doing this prevent detonation. I think personally from what I'm starting to hear now and how much Norfolk Southern was trying to quietly have this thing brushed under the rug, that's why you didn't hear hardly anything about it for the first couple days. Oh, a train derailed in Ohio, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. Suddenly when the giant plume went up in the sky, this vinyl chloride releasing phosine gas and all types of other chemicals into the air, suddenly everybody went – uh, this isn't a joke. Suddenly everybody started saying all their animals are dying, their chickens are dying. From 10, 15 miles away, animals are dropping dead everywhere. And now this is again why, in my opinion, why you're seeing zero coverage on any mainstream media outlet. Norfolk Southern wants to cover their shareholders. Norfolk Southern is owned by Vanguard, BlackRock, J.P. Morgan, and State Street. In my personal opinion, I think they thought they were going to quietly clean this thing up. They did not realize the level of chemical exposure it was going to have, especially with detonating those tankers. I think they were trying to do everything they could to brush this under the rug, bury it, let it go. Nobody talks about it. Oh, we we don't know what happened here. We'll we'll, we'll pay some funds to the city and just uh, pretend like nothing happened because apparently they wanted to get the railway back up operational as well from the reports I've seen, and they did not want to have this stuff go out in the media that they lost this giant, giant batch of chemicals on this huge railway car. This is even worse now when you're starting to realize the collusion that was involved in this. The people that are going to be just their, – their lives are going to be changed forever. I mean there's no question about this. I mean you can look back at the film Dark Waters, which goes into detail on the corruption with DuPont and what they did with the forever chemicals and the POFAs and how they continually lied, continually buried evidence. We're literally going out and dumping tanks of these chemicals, giant tanks of them, in the ground, covering them back up and un, literally in unrestricted landfills that nobody was covering, nobody was essentially reporting on because nobody knew about it because of DuPont and their control of the market that they were in. 
This, again, is so indicative of what we see now with these major corporations that are usually owned by Vanguard, BlackRock, and State Street and J.P. Morgan. And uh, this is sad to see here. What we're going to start seeing is, you know, I mean, food contamination, water contamination. This stuff's all coming downstream, which is very creepy. This is why I've told people repeatedly, make sure you've got some backup food supplies in stock. I don't say that lightly, and I don't say it loosely. I say it for a very specific reason. When stuff starts occurring like this, you don't want to have to be going out trying to find food all of a sudden when everybody strips the store shelves out and starts evacuating an area. You know, I talked to Lana last night, and I said it's very creepy to me because we have CSX Railway, which travels right through central Florida, right through Polk County, and right through Auburndale. I could hear the railroad tracks from my office every time they come by. I mean, I can walk out down the street by the fire department. I can see the railway right right down the road. And I thought to myself, what in the world would happen if we had some massive 10, 15, 20 tanker hazardous chemical train derail in Auburndale? And I thought, this would be horrific. It's horrific. And then all of a sudden you start having evacuation orders for the entire town. Then all of a sudden they decide they're going to explode the tankers in the middle of the town and dump this gas all over the entire city. It's a wasteland. And there's people that are going to be affected the rest of their lives, not just with their lifestyle, but their health. This stuff isn't just going to go away. What these people have been exposed to now isn't just going to go away. So be very cautious about the situation, but make sure it's getting brought up because I'm telling you right now with guaranteed facts, the mainstream media is going to do everything they can to cover this up in order to shield the major shareholders of this Norfolk Southern right now. It's funny because we've told you repeatedly about the – long-term records of fighter pilots having engagements with alleged UFOs. There's been reports on that, videos on that for years, and what's interesting about it is one of the people that seemed to be very um, informative about this briefing, because apparently a bunch of senators had a closed-door briefing on Tuesday about these alleged objects that are being shot down and flying over the country, and one of the only senators that actually kind of called it out for what it is was Senator John Kennedy, Republican out of Louisiana, and he said up until a couple weeks ago, he was giving the impression this was a new thing based on what he was seeing in the media. He said the briefing made it clear to him this has been going on for many years to at least 2017 or longer. He said many people initially or otherwise had been given the impression that until a couple weeks ago, our skies were clear, and all of a sudden we had balloons and unidentified flying objects raining down on us like confetti. He goes, that's not accurate. These objects have been flying around for years and years and years, and they have known about them, and now they're just suddenly trying to put it in the media. This is what Senator John Kennedy just said. So like I said earlier this week and last week, be very cautious of what they're trying to do to continually make everybody distracted about what's going on. We've seen now the Daily Mail put out an article the other day. They're saying that Bird flu may mutate to kill more than 50% of humans who catch it as a result of unprecedented outbreaks sweeping mammals, as it has now been jumping from foxes to otters to minks now. Now, again, I personally think this is a giant fear porn article. However, I think what they're starting to do with this article is try to make predictive programming. There is no question about it. We already saw the undercover videos from Project Veritas where you had the Pfizer director of the RNA vaccine you know, department 
talking about Pfizer directly being involved in directed evolution and essentially gain a function where they're making these viruses mutate in a lab to build new vaccines against them. We know what was done in Wuhan. We know what was done with the U.S. Department of Defense. We know what was done with DARPA. We've talked about all of it, how they were directly involved in mutating these bioweapons. What's ironically enough now is they're saying because this killer H5N1 bird flu has been jumping so bad and it's wiping out all these chickens. A new article just came out from Newsmax Health. The U.S. is to begin testing vaccines and poultry as a way to curb the bird flu epidemic. They said scientists will begin testing the vaccine for birds as the spread of avian bird flu has allegedly killed 58 million birds. They go on to say here, the decision to proceed with vaccination is complex and many factors must be considered before implementing a vaccine strategy during a pandemic. Now, I just thought this was almost laughable because they said the vaccine trials are going to offer evaluation of how well the vaccines work in a few months and hopefully they can start using them and vaccinating all the birds nationwide immediately after that. Now, didn't we, if we could just possibly think about something for a second, didn't we just, didn't we just go through an alleged pandemic where the U.S. government tried to vaccinate our way allegedly out of the pandemic and start injecting people with an alleged vaccine that was not a vaccine while the virus was still floating around? And didn't right after that vaccine rollout, we started hearing about all these random mutations and all these different forms of COVID. And, oh, my gosh, we got this new one. We got the Deltatron Megatron Transformer one that just popped out now. We've seen numerous, numerous research from virologists and scientists that have stated you can't vaccinate your way out of a pandemic, even with a real vaccine, not an RNA vaccine. You can't do it. You have to essentially let it run its course. Now, if you want to start working on clean vaccines, possibly for future generations to try to vaccinate them against something, that's a different concept. But saying when you're having viruses that are already spreading rapidly among whatever the species may be, now you're going to start injecting them with vaccines after they've already been exposed to the virus and they're continually contracting the virus and the virus is spreading. It does not make any sense from a virological standpoint. It doesn't work. So now we're going to start going in and testing vaccines on chickens. This, in my opinion, is either going to have one or two effects. This is my opinion. I'm going to let Dad rule in on this in a second, see what he thinks. Either A, I think they're getting ready to do this to try to wipe out an enormous portion of the poultry population in the United States. That's possible scenario A, as they've already been doing that with slaughtering them. We've seen the egg factory fires. We've seen all these other things that are happening right now in the poultry market telling us we need to no longer eat chicken. We don't need to eat meat. Ironically enough, Chick-fil-A just came out with their cauliflower sandwich, and I don't mean a cauliflower bun. I mean they have taken a cauliflower patty that they shaped and flavored into chicken and they deep fry it and they're putting it in between a bun as a cauliflower sandwich. Why in the world is Chick-fil-A making a cauliflower vegetable sandwich right now? Maybe because they know there's going to be some movement and chicken's going to get really expensive if you start having chickens get vaccinated and start dying. Second option is that as also possible scenario, they're going to mutate this doggone virus and we're going to have no idea what this vaccine is going to contain. And this H5N1, 
is going to start jumping to humans just like Daily Mail tried to do predictive programming on two days ago was saying that this bird flu may mutate to kill 50% of humans. Again, this is total speculation on my point, but I find this to be very, very odd. This stuff's coming out, and nobody's talking about it, by the way. Nobody's bringing this up at all except a few articles like this. While we're in the middle of this alleged bird flu, we're going to start vaccinating you know, millions and millions and tens of millions of chickens to possibly see what's going to happen and what could possibly go wrong. I don't buy it one bit. I think there's a lot of shady stuff going on. Disclosures that are going on, including the fact that been told to see whether this happens or not, that the Epstein files are supposed to be released. The judge has now unsealed these Epstein files and client list. Whether or not that actually happens or something's going to happen and it's not going to get released. Isn't it funny, though, all these things are happening behind the scenes and this crazy thing happened when Norfolk and BlackRock Vanguard and State Street tried to clean it up quietly and nobody's talking about it. But suddenly now every single mainstream media outlet wants to talk about UFO disclosure when you blatantly have Senator Kennedy come out and say this is not new whatsoever. This has been going on for years and years and years and years and years. We're now just being told that this is something new even though it's not. What do you think, Deb? You know, if anybody missed yesterday's show, they need to hear it. I mean, I covered the – yeah, I went into detail on the UFO stuff, and yeah. I promise you guys I'll be doing the Angel Wars. And I'll repeat that. The Angel Wars and the pre-endemic race are pretty quick. I'm going to start working on it this weekend. It's just, you know, this world that we live in – I mentioned this yesterday. It's not what we think it is. And I went into detail on that too. It's, it's Everything's a lie and what they're doing to us. This is like a giant Petri dish we're in. And you guys will understand that once you listen to yesterday's show and what they're doing to us. And they continue to do it to us on an ongoing basis. And they're trying to do these psychological operations on us on a continual basis. You know, uh, this railroad thing with BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard owning the stock again. You know, surprise, surprise, surprise. You know, really no surprise there. And the UFOs have been here for thousands of years. Not a deal. Going and putting vaccines in chickens. Well, you know, they're already doing it to the cattle with the spike proteins. They're going to contaminate the meat supply with all this stuff. It's going to be very difficult not to be exposed to this stuff now unless you're growing your own food. That's about it. And staying away from people who have been vaccinated as far as shedding, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just a really weird situation for we as patriots who are awake to be in, to find ourselves having to basically eat the food that's being produced by the globalists after they contaminate it with spike proteins. But drinking the milk that's been contaminated by the globalists with spike proteins and killing the chickens, you know, and preventing them from laying eggs, preventing us from having high sources of protein. And now it basically, you know, wipe out huge amounts of the poultry flocks with more vaccines. It just never ends. And that's why I say we keep our hearts and minds in Jesus, for he is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter of our faith. I was speaking to a good friend of mine yesterday, uh, Judy, and I was talking to her and I was saying, you know, if I didn't have Christ in my heart, in my life, as the center of my life, God being the center of my life, and I prayed for you guys this morning to maintain my attitude, I would get frustrated with all this too. I mean, I would. I mean, I, mean, you know, I don't like it at this point, but I realize that our victory is in Jesus. And that's what they want us to do. They want us to lose hope. They want us to lose focus. They want us to just say, ah, oh, the heck with it. I give up. No, no. We're going to take our N-acetylcysteine. We're going to take our hydrogen, you know, our, our HGH, our human growth hormone production product that we have at Health Masters. It helps produce nitric oxide and it's going to make, mitigate any kind of damage from this stuff. We are not going down in this deal without a fight. 
I'm going to fight until my last breath. That's what I'm going to do. Now, I know you guys are going to do the same thing because I'm going to be the full armor of God and I'm going to stand. <laughs> I was talking to, to Judy yesterday and I told her, I said, what's interesting to me is this. So many Christians have just backed off Christianity and backed off Jesus and backed off God. And they go to places and they hear people use filthy language or they hear people blaspheming Christ or laughing about Christianity, laughing about God, the great I am. And they don't say anything. They ignore it. They pretend like they're not hearing it. And I'm not going to do that. I've never done that. If someone blasphemes my God and my Jesus, I say something to them. And now I may walk away, but I'm going to say something to them because I'm not going to listen to it. And I'm not going to make it funny. I'm not going to make it a funny brunt of a joke. Or if they do make a joke about it, I'm going to say, that's not funny to me. He's my God. He's my Christ. He's my everything. And quite frankly, I find what you said very offensive. And I would not do that if you had a religion or a faith of any type. I would not do that to you. I've said that. And I've said a lot. With you, I've said a whole lot more than that to people before. Uh, I had a – I'm not going to go into detail on that. But the, but, the, but the point is, is that, you know, by the way, Judy's my prayer partner. And by, and by the way, the whole thing is this. is the, What I'm saying to you is this. You know, we've got to stand firm in our faith. We've got to make sure that in all ways and all times that we can, you know, bring honor and glory to God Almighty. If you're going to a party and they're using filthy language, if you're going to a party and they're blaspheming Christ, if you're going to a party and they're using drugs, if you're going to a party and everybody's running around drunk, there's a real high probability you shouldn't be in that party to start with, period. Just thought I'd mention that, you know, because we're supposed to be different than the world. Bible says, come ye out from among them, be ye separate, touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, your sons and your daughters. And we need to understand that. We have to separate ourselves from the world. We're not of this world. We've been bought at a price. Now, if you're going to be with people that aren't saved, sometimes you do that. I understand that. Talk to them about Jesus. Talk to them about the great I am. Talk to them about who Christ was. Take them through the sinner's prayer. Explain to them who Christ is and who he is to you and why he's changed your life. Be a witness to them. Very, 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 very important that we understand that. By the way, Disney, I love this. This is great. They're actually in trouble financially now. Disney's now spending millions on Super Bowl commercials in the midst of massive layoffs. Wow. The Walt Disney Company went big with a new Super Bowl commercial celebrating the company's 100th anniversary as executives are preparing to lay off 7,000 employees. <coughs> Too bad, Disney. On Sunday, Disney aired the commercial that marked this Disney 100 campaign that will see the company hold special events in the theme parks and kick off new company fan clubs. It remains unclear how much Disney spent on the Super Bowl ad, but advertising reported spent up to $7 million for 30 seconds of airtime. Disney's full Super Bowl commercial runs for a minute and 30 seconds. A Disney spokesperson told the New York Post company used previous advertising credits to cover the commercial's cost. You know, it's funny to me. As they're laying off thousands and thousands and thousands of people, they're having to run ads. For about 3% of his total global workforce is being laid off as Bob Iger prepares to cut $5.5 billion in spending in the face of weak profitability that sent the company's stock tumbling 44% last year. Iger announced the cuts last week during Disney's first quarter earnings reports, saying it was not an easy decision to make. I have enormous respect for the admiration and for the dedication of our employees, he said. While this is necessary to address the changes and challenges we face today, I do not make this decision lightly. Here's my response to you, you blithering idiots at Disney. Since you guys, you guys simply don't seem to understand, we don't want your trans garbage. We don't want your trans filth. We don't want any of this being promoted to our children. And if you do this, I hope you're listening. If you do this, I will continue to do a complete and total boycott on this show for as long as my breath holds. In fact, I'm probably going to do it regardless of what you do because of what you've done in the past. I loathe you people. 
I loathe your theme parks. I loathe what you stand for. You guys are the the epitome of disease and sickness in this country that's run through it. You guys are Disney, and your filthy thing that you started with was Fantasia. I always knew when you did that Fantasia thing almost 80 years ago, there was something seriously wrong with you people as far as from a demonic standpoint. And now you guys have jumped out of the closet, so to speak, and you've let us know who and what you are. And I praise Ron DeSantis for basically coming in and standing against you guys and getting rid of your Reedy Creek stuff and putting board your board of directors now be by the state of Florida rather than hand-selected by your Disney whack bags. Just thought I'd mention that, Mr. Iger. You know, you guys have watched a company that was absolutely amazing with some of the huge family entertainment that it had, like Swiss Family Robinson. Just want to mention that one. That's a great one with guns and pirates and protecting your family. And it's all about family and, and you know working together as a team to the filth and the garbage and the degeneracy that you now have. Just thought I'd mention that to you very, very quickly this morning because I just really, really hope your profits continue to crash and people stop going to your wretched theme parks and buying your wretched products and viewing your wretched TV shows and all the media that you guys own. By the way, I read you a couple months ago all of the stuff that, that basically that they own. It is unre- unreal how many media outputs – that Disney owns, but I'm not going to run through that. You guys can look through that yourself and understand that it's important that we all, you know, look at this as an example of what not to do <laughs> as far as from a campaign of marketing. Steven Spielberg now is telling Tom Cruise to speak about Hollywood and all the rest of them. You saved Hollywood and Top Gun. Maverick saved the entire theatrical industry in a moving clip from the Oscars luncheon. Steven Spielberg credited Tom Cruise and Maverick for saving Hollywood's, well, He's just bottom, but he doesn't say bottom. In a viral clip of the two Cinnamon Grace at Monday's Academy Award nominees luncheon, Spielberg 76, who was nominated for the Fablemans and Cruz, were seen embracing on the red carpet before the legendary actor waxed lyrical about the six-time nominated action film. Indiana Jones director Spielberg clutched onto Cruz and said, you saved Hollywood and you might have saved theatrical distribution. I have to say that's correct. The theaters were completely in the toilet. Many of them were almost bankrupt. A lot of them were bankrupt. They had to be closed and were bought up by vulture capitalists to continue sending out movies that are absolutely horrible, woke atrocities. And Top Gun, I hope it wins Best Picture of the Year. It deserves it. I've seen that movie eight times. I don't know what that says about me, but it means I don't like Hollywood's filthy woke stuff. And I really like macho action adventures, and I love airplanes because I'm a pilot. And quite frankly – Tom Cruise did a great job. That's one of the best written movies, best screenplays, best action scenes for airplanes. In fact, it is the best action scenes for airplanes I've ever, ever seen. And uh, it deserves to win a whole bunch of Academy Awards. Now, however, you know, Avatar, The Way of the Water, all the other weird stuff they've got coming out right now, and all the sick stuff they put out, all the woke agenda garbage, who knows what Hollywood's going to vote on because they're a bunch of perverts, a bunch of weirdos. But what if my vote, <laughs> it, goes for, it goes for Top Gun Maverick. Just thought I'd mention that. I don't know how I can endorse that movie any stronger than that. I really don't. But I'm really, really pleased that Top Gun came out, and I'm really pleased that Tom Cruise put it in theaters, and I'm really pleased that I got to watch it on IMAX. By the way, Ford Motor Company, (laughs) next story, uh, sinks after halting productions and shipments of F-150s on battery issues. Wow. Ford shares are sliding after the car make announced that it was paused production and shipments of its electric F-150 pickup due to potential battery issues. Well, yeah, they run for 60 miles and they run out of electricity. <laughs> just, I don't know if it's that bad, but you put a, you put a, you put a heavy vehicle, you had a heavy load behind it, you're not going to get much more than that. 
Uh, the company is unaware of any incidents or issues associated with potential battery issues. There's a nonstop sale for there is a, there is a no stop sale for vehicles already on dealer lots, meaning dealers can continue to sell the vehicles they already have on hand. So there are issues with the batteries. Imagine that. Austin and I reported that months ago about how bad they perform. And quite frankly, Ford, what were you thinking? Honestly, you're actually going to go in here and pretend like this is this, this is okay. No, it's not okay. You know this thing's a piece of junk, and you know it's never going to compete against a diesel engine. You know all of that stuff. By the way, Donald Trump is doing it again. He's now calling DeSantis Meatball Don, Meatball Meatball Ron. You know, um, I talked to uh, Alex yesterday on the phone, and he's one of our listeners, great man, good friend. And he was saying that Donald Trump is an opportunist as far as psychops and what he does. And, and, and I'm just going to kind of just paraphrase what we said because you know, I can't do it nearly as articulately as Alex did. But, you know, Donald Trump belittles his opponents. Opponents, He belittles them in the eyes of the people that are listening in order to make himself look greater. Donald Trump's a bully. And let me say something to you about this. I got bullied when I was little. I did because I was a year ahead of everybody in school. They, I, was, they was, I was put a year in advance in school uh, because of my test scores. And what ended up happening is I was small compared to the rest of the kids, and some of the kids had failed two and three years. And you know I was not socially or basically you know physiologically you know mature, and and I just basically got bullied. Finally, when I got into elementary school, I got sick of it. By the time I got into junior high school or middle middle school, you called and I started working out with weights. I had enough of it. And by the time I was in high school, I was no longer being bullied because at that point I was probably one of the biggest kids in high school, and I put a stop to it, and I had victory over it. But here I am. You know, 60 years later, 50 years later, and I'm going, I still loathe bullies. And Donald Trump's a bully to me, and they nauseate me. And any of you who were bullied in school, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Any of you who were put down in school by some unbelievably mean woman or girl or unbelievably toxic relationship you had with a friend or a boy, or, you know, a friend of yours who's a guy or, guy or some guy who basically competing against you or whatever, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is not necessary to bully anybody. We need to be building each other up and encouraging one another. Look at the damage that Donald Trump has done. He has galvanized the entire Republican Party. He's galvanized it in a bad way. He's splitting it apart, forcing it to either want him or not want him. And now we're being told by him that he's running for president again. But now Donald Trump, according to Breitbart, is leading potential primary opponents by double digits. Now, whether it's true or not, I don't know. Former President Donald Trump leads the rest of the potential Republican Party by double digits. A pair of polls published Tuesday. Trump holds the support of 43 percent of registered Republicans in a Reuters polls placing him. Now, remember, Reuters is owned by Rothschild. Don't forget that. So is AP Wire. So I don't believe these polls. Don't believe them, quite frankly. I think this is a lie, personally. It says Trump holds the support of 43 percent of registered Republicans in a Reuters poll, placing him 12 percentage points against his nearest competitor, Ron DeSantis. DeSantis is backed by 31 percent of respondents, followed by former Vice President Mike Pence at 7 percent. Now, I believe that Pence is at 7 percent, that absolute cuckold male, that beta male, that wussy beyond belief male, that nausea. OK, I'll stop. But, I, but this, this is the thing. I don't believe for one second Trump's beating DeSantis at all because I think DeSantis has taken Florida and absolutely changed the entire course of our state, leading to record real estate prices in Florida. I hate to say that, but it's true. And more and more people moving to Florida, stating the reason they liked the way we were not locked down by the weirdos in Washington trying to force this on all the states and all the democratically controlled Hades holes. I'll put it that way. And it's just it's just a mess. 
that, you know, we have all of these people now moving into Florida because we're the free state because people left all of their 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 enslavement camps, you know, in these other cities and moved to Florida because they realized that Governor DeSantis wasn't going to play the game. So I'd love you guys being here if you're patriots. I do. If you're not a patriot and you want to basically bring your mask policies down here and your mandate policies down here and your Frankfurt School socialist communist policies down here, I just assume you take a hike and get back on I-75 and head back north and go back into one of your cesspools and live there. That's how I feel. But if you're going to be a patriot, you might as well come join the fun. We've got a lot of areas in Florida that are not unbelievably crowded, like in the middle part of the state near Gainesville and Chiefland and Cross City. You look at moving up there. Nice place to live. Nice rural atmosphere. But whatever you do, don't move, don't move on the I-4 corridor between Orlando and Tampa. You don't want to be there. We don't want to be, have to drive on those roads anymore because of those of that. They're that bad. Oh, Klaus Schwab. <laughs> I'm sorry. Klaus Schwab. He's, I guess he is a slob. Uh, he's now talking about artificial intelligence and chatbots and digital identities. And now he's saying that whoever masters these technologies will be the master of the world. Again, this is the Welt, the Welt, the Welt Economic Forum. I found a class job. Diesen Wochen, diesen Week, spoke about the fourth industrial revolution, the Svieta, the Svieta Industrial Revolution, the Welt, at the Welt Government Summit in Dubai. God, this guy nauseates me. Class job spoke rapidly, changing technology and chat box and digital identities and more. The masters of the universe will control the digital world and in turn control the people, according to Klaus Schwab. You know, uh, you know I don't know how to say any more directly that this whole chatbot stuff is going to be done because of probably the AI nonsense and the nanotechnology being injected into our food supply now and basically into us who are willing participants in this mass exodus of human beings from the planet as we become something else, which is what he said, isn't it? By 2030, you know nothing and you'll be happy. And then what he said, I'm just quoting this weirdo, you know, so, you know, here's the thing, Klaus Schwab. <laughs> Why in the world don't you go directly to H.E. Devil Sticks? Just go down there, take a big splash down in the lake of fire and let's be done with you. You're going to go there anyhow. You know, you know your fate. You know, you're been, you've been lied to by all the other weirdos who basically support your weirdo messages. And, uh, you know, we know what's going to happen to you. There's no way that the great I am is going to allow you to get away with all of this junk that you've done. Absolutely no way. Oh, by the way, uh, Chicago, speaking of the hellhole cities, dystopian homeless encampments now are overtaking Chicago's O'Hare Airport. It wasn't as O'Hare Airport wasn't bad enough. It's one of the worst airports I've ever flown into. It's absolutely the pits. Uh, now it has turned to a sprawling dystopian encampment for the Windy City's rising homeless population thanks to their mayor, the weirdo, and the – well, I'm not going to say anything about her. She already know. Uh, sparking serious safety concerns among staff and pastors who say they've been followed and harassed. Shocking photos show filthy makeshift shelters set up inside the major travels hub terminals. Why don't you just move them out? Just come in with the police and move them out, but they don't want to do that, remember, because they're woke. One photo even shows a vagrant collapse and asleep inside a terminal vestibule. It's out of control and none of us feel safe. Now, I can't say that I blame these homeless people for coming inside and getting out of the cold. I can't. can't say it. I, I, if I was in their position, I'd probably crawl around in Chicago airport too taking a nap. can't say I want to go outside and freeze to death in the middle of February. But the reality is if they're going to be a socialistic communist nightmare state, why don't they put these people into their civic center and let them stay there while they're not having 
participations in the Civic Center usage and basically get them out of the cold. Nobody deserves to freeze to death. Gosh, listen to me, guys. The Bible says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. You train your children in the way of the Lord. You train your children in the way of what is right in God's eyes. And let everybody realize very, very quickly that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, and we're going to stand our ground forever as Christians. And I mean that very sincerely. I didn't say on this earth. I said forever because we're going to always glorify God. I love you guys. Awesome. What's your next story? And, and um, I'll let you I'll do your segment. Well, you, you know, you're right about that thing in Chicago. I mean, it's horrible. I mean, yes, you know, these people are homeless. They may have made poor decisions. But, you know, yeah, freezing, that, that is a cold, cold place up there. I've been up there before, and it gets chilly. And what's crazy about it is, though, you're exactly right. It's because that communist ideology, they don't care about people freezing to death. Quite frankly, they think it's funny. But also, too, communists want to degrade and break down the social fabric of the society. So what's better to do? Oh, bring them into the terminals. And we're not going to talk about you know TSA and safety and any other aspects that they constantly bombard us with, wanting to grow people and run them through X-ray machines and anything else. Oh, no, no, no. They're basically sneaking in, and oh, it's, it's fine. Like you said, why don't they have civic centers? Why don't they build more shelters? Oh, that's right, because they're unbelievably insolvent, because they continue to blow money on absolutely moronic concepts that they have up there in those cities. This is something that is becoming extremely systemic in the major democratic communist cities all across the country. And another issue is of it, too, is the fact that we're constantly – seen in this country where things get ignored that shouldn't get ignored, but then when they want to use it as an excuse, they use it as an excuse. Perfect example of what we're seeing in Ohio right now. You know, we've had the climate change activists and all the environmentalists all constantly screaming and yelling, we need to drive electric vehicles. Lithium strip mines aren't a big deal in other countries. Nothing to see here. Don't worry about all the chemicals and toxins trying to go around and actually salvage these batteries in eight to ten years and what we're going to do with them in landfills or how we're going to recycle them. No, no, no. You need to drive an electric vehicle because it's, it's what you need to do so we can control and monitor you. Oh, a massive chemical train derails in Ohio. Oh, nothing to see here. That's uh, not a big deal. Don't worry about that. You need to go get in your electric car and you need to be quiet. Isn't it funny – and just a reminder to everybody how the CDC, the NIH, bobblehead Fauci, and every max vaccine mandate tyrant who screamed at everyone to wear a mask and shelter in place and don't leave your home and get your shot so we can stay safe. It's all for your protection and safety. They're totally silent right now, completely silent right now about children and adults breathing in this black death that was emitted in the air with this vinyl chloride burning off, by the way. You mix it with fire and all these other chemicals. You create so many different types of toxic chemicals in the air, way worse than vinyl chloride. The, the, the tyrants never cared about your safety. They only cared about their evil control. And this should be a reminder to everyone why you do not comply, why you do not consent, and why you do not give in. Very much so. I mean, for example, quietly right now, while all this other stuff is going on, another behind-the-scenes thing occurred now. They've reported it on some – it was on like a real small news outlet up in you know Wisconsin, WPRI, COM12. Uh, quietly, real quietly, nobody's bringing it up whatsoever. Uh, the FDA is recalling another almost 100,000 COVID rapid test kits that they say – 
might not produce accurate results. University Meditech distributed the antigen rapid test kits nationwide, and uh, the FDA is saying that, mm, well, they may not actually produce real tests, so uh, we're recalling all of them. If you don't remember, this exact same thing happened back in 2021 when the FDA identified as a class one recall, the most serious type of recall, and they recalled an enormous amount of Innova medical group antigen PCR test because of risk of false test results and of toxic exposure possibly in the kits. Hundreds of thousands of test kits recalled because they weren't doing properly. Now, are these test kits being recalled because they're not giving the false positives that the CDC and the FDA wants to continually have so they can push their COVID narrative still? Or is it simply these test kits are so false and there's so much crap that's gone out there now and we knew they were fake from the very beginning? The FDA is having to quietly do this again. I don't know. Either direction, I told you the PCR tests were bad and they didn't work and they were not what everybody thought they were. This is why you had numerous people that were taking these tests over and over and over again and getting a positive result, then getting a negative result, then getting a positive result, then getting another positive result, then getting a negative result. And yet they were completely asymptomatic and had no issues. How in the world can you justify basing an entire country's lockdown basis and vaccine mandate basis and travel mandate basis and forcing people to wear muzzles on their face to go anywhere basis on a test that has such inconsistent abnormal results over and over and over again well the answer is you completely lie to people you lie to people over and over and over and over and over and over and over again and you make sure the test, the PCR test that you're giving to everyone, that you're making them – and that's the great part that I love is when people were in their cars lined up, wrapped around entire city blocks in the freezing cold, running their cars, trying not to freeze to death so they could pull up to a quick PCR test bank and sign the form and get a swab shoved up to their brain so they could be told whether or not they were sick or not when they had no symptoms. That right there was just one of those, okay, so where are the climate activists at? We've got hundreds of cars sitting at idle for six to seven, eight hours a day. We're not going to bring that up at all. We're not going to talk about the fact that we're burning massive amounts of fuel just in general, wastefully. We're not going to talk about the fact that a lot of these people are being exposed to even more health issues because they're sitting in their car trying to run their heater when it's 10 degrees outside in a snow flurry so they can all get in line to get a test that shows whether or not there's any, there's some type of viral particulate matter that may possibly show up. The whole entire thing was a sham. It is still a sham. It has always been a sham. It was a directed viral essentially mutation from the flu that was done in a lab. It made people very sick when they got it. However, it did not need or anywhere grant the coverage of what they, they did it with. However, it did a fantastic job with getting an enormous portion of the population to inject themselves voluntarily with RNA gene therapy. Always remember what they did to everyone. It was not about safety. It was not about health. It was all about control and pushing their agenda. On top of that as well, speaking of that, Edward Snowden just did a video that came out now. As you guys know, he's the one who did, was the whistleblower on the NSA and what they've done to the American populace. I'm sure it's way worse than it was when he was in the NSA, and he said exactly what I said and Dad said and numerous other alternative media says. He said this UFO talk is a complete 
distraction to take your mind off what's really been going on. This has been going on for years. This is nothing new. He knew about it in the NSA from the very beginning. He said they want to take everybody's mind off Seymour Hersh's bombshell report that the U.S. blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, which – and quite frankly, he said is one of the largest ecological terror attacks on our own allies in Europe with this pipeline demo that has ever occurred in recent history, and nobody is wanting to talk about this. Because remember, we blew up the pipeline so natural gas couldn't get to Europe, including Germany and other parts of the country, which in turn massively raised their uh, their uh, prices on all of their natural gases and all of their, their essentials. And then on top of that as well, uses an excuse to continue to try to fight against Russia. The entire thing was a complete lie from the very beginning, and it massively hurt our own allies in Europe, and we did it to them. They don't want anybody talking about that. They don't want anybody discussing that. Oh, there's a balloon. There's another balloon. This is a rainbow balloon. Oh, this balloon's from China, and this balloon is helping the transgender people feel better. It's a rainbow balloon. Everybody look at the rainbow balloon. Stare up at the sky. Look at the balloon. Don't look at what's going on. Don't worry about Ohio right now. There's another balloon. This is what they're doing. They do this all the time. And this is why it's so frustrating to me when I've constantly seen so many people send stuff to me. Oh, China's spying on us with a balloon. Guys, China has satellites all over the globe, including every other country. China's the one who developed TikTok, which has now become the number one social media platform for young adults and young teenagers in the entire country. Do you not think China can spy on us in much more sophisticated ways than setting up a balloon to fly over the country at 60 feet, 60,000 feet up in the air? Are we that antiquated now? I mean, we're going back to, you know, early 1900 technology. Come on. This is what they've done repeatedly because they want people to be distracted about what is really going on behind the scenes. And that's why I've continually encouraged people, don't fall for it. On top of that, don't comply and don't fall for it. Governor Greg Gianforte, who's the governor of Montana, has stated that the ATF pistol brace rule will not be enforced in Montana. He's making it clear that the ATF pistol rule will not be enforced. They will not be allowed to execute any type of jurisdiction over this rule. And secondly, as well, that the right to keep and bear arms is integral in Montana and our nation's rich heritage. That is why we prohibited the enforcement of federal gun laws in Montana. Remember, Montana had a big spat with ATF a decade ago because Montana said, we're going to make suppressors in Montana. They're going to be stamped made in Montana, and they are going to be under state law, no tax stamp, no background check, no nothing. And ATF said, you can't do that. It violates the NFA. We'll come after you. Montana said, okay, Molinabe, come after us, see what happens. You know how many people have been arrested for suppressors in Montana by the ATF? Mm, that's going to be a big fat goose egg zero. Because here's the thing that most people don't realize, and I know this from law enforcement experience and individuals that I know. ATF, in most cases, they do not have a significant amount of manpower to go around the entire country and harass people. ATF almost always has to have a local law enforcement agency attached to them, primarily a sheriff department. They do this not only to let the county sheriffs know that you have federal agents that are doing an investigation or looking into something. They also do it for backup. Most ATF agents are complete and total lackeys. They're morons. They don't know how to do anything. They simply got a federal 
job with a federal government that's that's a massive, massive invasion of the Second Amendment, and they don't want to get in a gunfight. So what they do is they bring SWAT team leaders and sheriff officers with them in order to have extended force so they can show their ATF badge. And we have a sheriff officer with us as well that's helping us enforce these laws. They generally don't go to any type of resident with less than two ATF agents and one sheriff officer in most cases. If they try to do that in Montana, the state of Montana, the local law enforcement, the sheriff's department, the state department in Montana has stated they will not support or provide backup for ATF agents in Montana if they're trying to enforce any type of gun bans or gun laws in Montana. This is why you don't hear about ATF going into Montana and trying to violate people's rights. So I'm really, really glad to see the governor of Montana stepping up and being this vocal about this. And going head to head with ATF blatantly and mainstream and saying, no, we're not complying. We're not helping you. We're giving you no backup support. This is illegal, unconstitutional violation of the Second Amendment. You have no right to do this. Now, the next one I want to see is Governor DeSantis get up and stand his ground on this, because when you start saying vocally as a governor, which is essentially the president of the state, so to speak, and you start having the governor come in and saying, we will provide you no support and backup if you come here to violate the Second Amendment rights of Floridians or Montana residents, and you say that – You put a big, giant red flag to all the ATF agents on notice that, hey, this isn't funny anymore. We don't get to run around and shoot everybody's dogs and go around and get to burn women and children to death and have our snipers attached to the FBI shoot Randy Weaver's face off from 500 meters away while she's carrying her infant. This isn't that fun anymore because we don't have any local law enforcement to back us up. This is what has to be done. The governors and sheriffs have to have the residents back if they're true patriots. This is extremely crucial right now because, again, you notice hardly anything at all in any media outlets talking about this. But suddenly, don't they want to tell us every single day that there's supposed to be more gun bans and more gun laws and more gun restrictions and, 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 and we need to give everything up and register it for our safety and protection? Yet you would think you would see this on all the major news outlets talking about ATF going in and doing a brace ban because it's going to save the country and prevent gun violence. No, you haven't heard about it at all because everyone is realizing they're not supposed to talk about stuff they're not allowed to talk about on the mainstream media. Hence, this is why we do what we do on our show. Also, to in other news, speaking like that said earlier of the abysmal failure that Ford has produced in the EV Lightning which I showed you guys. I told. I think I put the link in the, on the website a month or two ago with the YouTube video where they actually loaded it down with like a 6,000-pound trailer and tried to tow it on a road trip, and it was an abysmal failure. They couldn't go anywhere. I think it was like more than 100-something miles. Then they had to charge it again. Then it took like 45 minutes to charge, and they had to charge it up just enough to try to get it back to the trailer yard because they essentially couldn't go anywhere with it. And we talked about the fact that if you tried to drive it from Central Florida with a trailer, you would take three separate charging stops just to essentially get out of Georgia and into Georgia, not to mention if you actually found charging stations that weren't working or were out of order or were very slow. This whole EV thing is a complete and total sham, yet European Parliament on Tuesday just gave its final approval to ban all new sales of petrol and diesel vehicles by 2035 with a view of them getting off the continent's road by mid-century. Guys, this is a plan they're trying to push into place. The only way this stops is that people continue to support the vehicles that have 
pushed us around for a hundred years and the fact that we don't continue to go buy these pieces of garbage that they're constantly pushing on the market that have no range, that have no serviceability because you can't just take these to a normal dealership and get it fixed if you have a battery failure. It's like you just – oh, I'm going to stop by you know the uh, you know advanced auto parts real quick because I have fuse blow. You can't even get in and hack into these things. They're completely run off the cloud. They can be shut down literally within a, se- a millisecond with just – simply a code override that's why they're making people buy all these upgrades in different types of modifications via the cloud through tesla you can go in and say well i want to be a little bit quicker i want to do this okay pay this fee and we'll upload you through the cloud and we'll download it right to the car boom done which a lot of people go that's really cool technology you can do these updates and uploads on a regular basis it's really cool until that update tells you that you're not allowed to drive your vehicle anymore because you made a negative comment on Facebook for 48 hours. Just thought I would throw that out there. So again, they're going after this in Europe, and I really hope you have some individuals in the European Parliament to start trying to push back on this or try to fight this very heavily because this is going to have an incredibly detrimental effect on the entire civilization of this country because again, like I said – It's not about health and safety. Clearly, we just saw that with Ohio and how this entire thing has been handled and how the fact that they're not talking about it, how the fact they've been trying to cover it up, and the fact how the EPA is telling everyone it's safe to go back to their home when everybody's reporting they can barely breathe when they go back into the city because it's so toxic and polluted. What do you think, Dad? I think that the uh, F-150 Lightning and all the electric trucks are a waste of time and money, <laughs> just plus a bunch of other stuff that you just said. Wow, Oz. I want to say something real quick. This is this is kind of something we need to realize. Remember that movie that came out years ago? Steven Spielberg did it. Daniel Craig was in it. He's the guy who played on James Bond. It was called Cowboys and Aliens. And it's funny. They abducted all of these uh, people, these townspeople, and they had them staring at a blue light. Remember that? Remember the iPads and all the other junk puts out blue light? And they were staring and standing at these blue lights, staring at this, being completely mesmerized by them, completely fixated on the blue light while they were taking them out individually and doing experimentation on them and removing organs and killing them and vaporizing them and everything else. But they just sat there and just stared at the blue light. And they were basically being abducted by some kind of extraterrestrial, I guess you could call it a fallen angel that were doing that was doing, you know, experimental work on them. And these things were absolutely obsessed with gold. Now, I've heard one guy say that the gold is used in these interdimensional spacecrafts in order to go through different phases of the universe and different dimensions. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. It's all speculation because gold is an incredibly pure element. It won't corrode. But, you know, we don't know, do we? There sure seems to be a big emphasis on gold for an awful long time. And then what's also funny is that I look at these humans now who are saying no to the vaccines. So now – Rather than focusing on human beings that are saying no and children that are saying no, they're injecting animals with the vaccine to continue this pollution of our gene pool as we have to eat the meat that's contaminated with nanotechnology and spike proteins. It's funny. They go through the humans that are going to say yes, and then they have to go through the animals that can't say no. Strange to me, isn't it? By golly, we're made in the image of the Most High God. We can say no. We have freedom of will. You exercise that freedom of will every single day. Tell you, tell your friends about the Ted and Austin Brower Show. Help us get this message out. We're the point of the spear. The show is. We do the best we possibly can. And you guys know that. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. You get your toothpaste and your vitamins from us. It changes everything and allows us to bring you the show. I appreciate you. I love you, Austin. Finish it up, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Oh, you're you're 100 percent right, and that's why I always continue to tell everyone to keep 
their strength and stand on their own convictions and what they truly believe. I saw an article earlier here. It came out from the Wall Street Journal, and it said to save money, maybe you should start skipping breakfast. Now, there's a whole lot of concepts of different things when you're talking about intermittent fasting and certain things people do where they'll drink a large amount of water in the morning and then not eat until you know, 10, 11, 12 o'clock. And there's, there are health benefits to that that people are trying to do intermittent fasting. I don't recommend it all the time, but it's something you could do. However, Wall Street Journal's not talking about this. It goes on to talk about how the continued effects from the Russian invasion of Ukraine and disease outbreaks with chicken has caused egg prices to increase 85, 8.5% in January. They start talking about all these staple items that people eat for breakfast that are going up. It's saying, well, the best thing to do now to start saving some money and to be better for the environment and to help out the economy is you just stop eating breakfast every morning. Now, granted, if you want to do intermittent fasting, that's what you want to do. By all means, that's your choice. But how dare the Wall Street Journal start telling people they need to start skipping meals in order to be good for the economy and try to save money. This is exactly what they started doing in communist Russia. This is what they did in Nazi Germany. They start telling you what you can do, where you can go, what you can eat, when you can do it. This is all about control and psychological domination. Don't fall prey to it, my friends. Keep your body healthy. Keep your mind sharp. Keep your soul clean. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. Be sure to check it out on the website at healthmasters.com, 1-800-726-1834. Ultimate multiple powder on sale for top-tier product of the week on site for 15% off. Excuse me, on 15% off the product of the week will be the eyesight formula. So check those out. Be sure to grab if you want right now, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.